Hey, hey, welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then let's go. Hey friend, how are you? It has been a hot minute since it was just you and me sitting in my closet and chatting and it just feels so good to be back and having this one-on-one time. I have absolutely loved, loved, loved sharing every interview with you. I still have more to come, um, but just for today on this beautiful Friday for multitude of reasons, one of which being it's just peaceful. The colors are finally changing on the leaves and Taylor Swift's Red Album, her version dropped and it has just really put me in a state of self-reflection, of quiet and just really examining everything that I've gone through up until this point. And so I really wanted to come on today and just chat with you about this idea of everything is happening for you. Now, before you, you know, say, Ugh, Meredith, I hate everything happens for a reason. I am not into this mindset. Listen, I get it. And years ago, I would have been right there with you for a lot of this belief system, right? I've always believed that everything happens for a reason, but I've never up until recently been able to see how something good can can come out of something bad. But I've been doing a lot of reflecting, hence sweat and reflect. And I've just realized how terrible, and maybe that's not even the right word, but how that mindset has not been serving me. How I, in the past, have just looked at the negative, focused on the negative, and sat in it. And while that is fine for a moment, a few days, a few weeks, you know, we all have terrible things that we experience that we, of course, have to hold on to and process. But I've realized that I've sat in the negative the negative for too long. And I just wanted to come on here and tell you that no matter what you've gone through, good, bad, ugly, traumatizing, if you can put distance between you and that event, if you can sit in the silence and really reflect on it all, girlfriend, you are going to be able to find that on some level, it all worked out for you. And I'm not saying that we should be condoning any negative behavior that was done toward us, right? You know, let me just, let me just stop for a second because I know I'm talking in a lot of generalities. So let me just bring it down to specific examples because I because I really think that this is a valuable lesson, that this is something that we all really need to sit with, especially in this day and age, in all of the 
the chaos that our world seems to emit. If you've listened, if you've been here before, you know that I have openly shared about my grief struggle, my grief journey, the death of my husband, Tim. And to date, that was the most traumatizing experience of my life, having to watch him decline, watch him be innovated, having to make the decision to end care, and then just losing him and understanding how to navigate a life without him. Whew. It's been rough. But if we go back to this idea of what I started with, that everything is always working out for us. I have sat with his death for a year and a half now. And of course I wish I could change the outcome of that. But I know that I can't because unfortunately death is one of the more permanent things, the most permanent thing in our life. But what I've been able to take away from it is that this this loss has worked out for me in the way that I am finding my voice. I am making decisions solely for myself so that I can live a life that I am truly and utterly obsessed with. His death is put into perspective that I can't just sleepwalk my way through life. I need to be awake. I need to be present. I need to be living up to my potential, not just for me, but for him. And so, yes, you know, it it seems sometimes bizarre. Maybe you've been sitting there thinking, how can you possibly say that something good came out of your husband's death? But A, it's because I've been able to put distance between it. B, I just sit and I reflect and I think about what I can do to best honor him. And three or C, I don't I don't remember what I was using for these points, but I have been given a chance, maybe a second chance if you want to call it that, to really go after this one life that we are given. And honestly, it would be so terrible of me, for me, for Tim's memory to just believe that I'm the only one who's experienced pain, that this is not fair, that this is awful, because it is all of those things. But if I sit in that, what kind of life am I actually living? What kind of legacy am I leaving both for myself, but for Tim. And listen, I'm I'm not even going to try and speak on other trauma that I have no business speaking to because I understand that there are varying levels of trauma and we all have to process it and go through it and figure it out for ourselves. But let's say you haven't been through some sort of trauma. You know, one of the things that I've been doing on this reflective journey that I'm on is I think I'm thinking about all of the other choices that I've made. So for example, when I signed up with Beachbody, 
back in, I think it was 2016. You know, I didn't, I just, I just wanted abs. <laughs> I just wanted to work out. And it was, it, it became a point of contention in my marriage because I was suddenly realizing through this company the potential that I had to be more than a teacher, to be more than this woman who was sidelining herself because I felt like I just had to do what everybody else expected of me. And listen, that that journey was so rewarding in terms of what it taught me. It taught me, you know, what I am capable of. It taught me what I am willing to stand up for. It taught me that, you know, when other people disagree with me, I have to really sit with that in my own time and figure out, is this worth fighting for? Or is this person that I love sitting across from me really giving me something to consider? And you know, for you, that might be, you are looking to leave your job. So many women that I'm talking to right now are like, I just want to leave my job, but I don't know how. So sit with it. Just sit with it. You don't need to make a decision right away. But just think about how is it serving you? What are you getting out of it? What have you learned so far from being in this job? Have you learned leadership? Have you learned self-restraint? Have you learned how to find your own voice? Have you just worked in a really competitive firm and you realize that, listen, I can hack it, but it's not how I want to live my life. So even if you've been working crazy hours, long days, your job has been a point of contention with those you love, right? Those are all the negatives that we can absolutely sit in. They're negatives that we need to acknowledge. But what are those negatives doing for you? Are they opening up your eyes? Are they making you aware of your value? Are they helping put into perspective your time? Again, your value, your how you want to live this life. So much of what our culture focuses on right now is just go, 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 go. Be better. Do more. Do better. Don't stop. If you stop, you're lazy. And there's a time and place for that. But what I found is by slowing down, by making choices 100% for me, I am able to find the good and the lessons in everything that I am doing. You know, I, I, I can give you another example. I knew early on in my teaching career that something was off and I ignored it. I ignored that voice. I ignored those stomach pains. I ignored it all. And I just moved from district to district, just think, thinking I'm going to, I'm going to fit myself into the proper hole, right? I'm going to go exactly where I need to and someone will recognize how good I am and we'll be fine. And I'll just slide into tenure and we'll be, we'll be fine. That came with a lot of pain. That came with a lot of anxiety. That came with several conversations, if you will, with people that I love dearly 
And I constantly felt like something was wrong with me. And in the past year and a half, in again, taking time to slow down, to reflect, to realize how precious this life is, I've realized that even though I went through that pain of being in places where I didn't feel appreciated, where I dreaded going to work, where I didn't feel like I fit in, I can now look back and said that all worked out for me because I learned that teaching is not for me, not long-term. I learned that I love connecting with people. I learned that just because you start somewhere at 24 does not mean that you have to sign your life away to that one person, profession, criteria for the rest of your life. And maybe you have been ignoring that little voice that's on your shoulder, in your mind, that feeling in your gut, that anxiety as you pull into the parking lot of whomever or wherever you're meeting or going. I challenge you to sit in it. As awful as it feels, sit in it and figure out what it is telling you. Because when you listen, not only do you release those feelings, because we all know they'll just keep coming back, but you are able to find the clarity. You are able to find that in that uncomfortable situation, something is working out for you. And it's a muscle that we have to continue to develop, a muscle that we have to continue to lean into. It's a muscle that is so unbelievably necessary. I know I've kind of been all over the place, but as we come to an end of this episode, as we come to the end of just this one-on-one time between us, even though it's scary, and even though we often feel a resistance to finding the good, right? To finding the good in that breakup, to finding the good in putting distant boundaries up with you and your family, even though it's hard to, again, there, there are so many different things in which we can actually look for the good if we push ourselves to look for the good. Everything is working out for you, my friend. And if you're in it right now, if you are in the crap, if you are in the muck, if you are in this place of I don't want to do this anymore, know that you're not alone. Know that it's probably going to be really uncomfortable for a period of time. But know that in a month, six months, a year, two years, you're going to be able to look back like I can and realize that worked out for me. Those side projects that I picked up, that side hustle I took on, that time I dabbled with meeting new up with new friends, whatever it is, you have so much going for you. And I just want you to know that you're not alone in feeling like good can come out of bad. I want you to know that you are not alone in knowing that there's a way to pivot. And I just want you to really know that everything 
is always working out for you. Everything. I'm so here for you. I love you. I'm so glad that we had this time together. And as you really think about how everything is working out for you, I would love to hear your story. I would love for you to send me a DM. I would love for you to reach out. And let's just celebrate that at the end of the day. Through all of the muck, through all of the pain, can come a ray of light. And something is very much working out for you. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.